Welcome back to another episode of Getting Strange with Stevie Moe. I am Stevie Moe, and I'm currently in the car driving up to uh, to go do some stand-up with the legendary Matt Miller. Matt, what's going on? What is going on? Not much, man. Road Trip Podcast. This is my first one. I'm very happy. It's with Stevie Moe. <laughs> Dude, I, uh, I didn't expect to uh, show up here, uh, and I saw you're on the road, and I'm like, hey, I'm on the way. You know, I haven't been able to record a whole lot of podcasts just because uh, of the fact that my neighbor is incredibly loud and doesn't allow me to do a podcast when I start recording. He's just been an asshole, so <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually getting out of there. But uh, yeah, as soon as, as soon as I found out you're coming up, I'm like, hey, dude, uh, can you record or can you drive and hold a microphone at the same time? <laughs> we are going to find out, I'll tell you that much. So far, so good. So I'm actually on the road with you, like we said, we're in your car, and this is what you've been doing a lot lately i mean you're from uh so tell everybody who you are where you're from and so yeah uh matt miller i'm from bloomington illinois and uh for the last year and a half i kind of quit my day job stuff and just been traveling doing mics and shows and trying to make a living out of it uh i'm barely succeeding but that's okay dude hey (laughs) fuck it whatever (laughs) whatever works man so from from bloomington up to and we're heading to dubuque the comedy bar it's the first open mic they've actually done in Oh shit! I want to say close to a year. It was back when I was still wearing a full pink suit all the time. <laughs> it's a, how far of a drive is this for you? Uh, so about three hours, three hours eight minutes. Okay, that, that, that's not awful. You know, you're uh, you're on the indie circuit. Yeah, something like that. It's funny because when I first started, three hours to go somewhere for a mic, I was like, this is miserable. And now I'm like, oh, only three hours? This is fantastic. <laughs> yeah, dude, I, <laughs> I saw a tweet that um, that somebody said. They were like, you know, Americans, especially Midwesterners, you know, there's that running joke where it's like, oh, they'll drive anywhere. Eight hours? Ah, we could drive that. Uh, some girl said that something about she, uh, oh, man, we're going in hyperdrive. Yeah, hyperdrive. <laughs> <laughs> My muffler's about to fall off, so that's what that sound in the back is. <laughs> and we're going up a hill. <laughs> Dude, this is, this is two broke boys in an Apollo. <laughs> you know, you know, this is the, the first album and the second album drops. We'll be just like the AT Aliens, you know. That's right. the 25th anniversary. <laughs> two dope boys in a Cadillac. And that's probably going to be the name of this episode. Two broke boys in an Impala. <laughs> I don't know if you're broke. I'm not uh, judging. No, no, I'm definitely it, broke. I'm hanging I'm out right. with you, Stevie Moe. Yeah, Come no, on. <laughs> Dude, I'm wearing worn-out cowboy boots and a... Wu-Tang Clan shirt that's too big for me <laughs> that I had to Febreze spray because I'm in the process of moving. And oh, I see. Clothes. We're wearing the same cologne then. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, somebody's going to look in here and they're going to like, what the fuck are those two doing? They're going to see some goofy looking fucks in there. I, I never asked to get pulled over, but this would be an awesome time. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, no shit. The cop's like, are you recording me? It's like, yes, you were going to be on a podcast. Yes, you're on our podcast. <laughs> Say something funny. Hey, yeah. It's like, do you know why I pulled you over? It's like, why it's like because there's no way that either you two don't have dope in the car <laughs> <laughs> i get that a lot unfortunately <laughs> but yeah dude this uh oh this is the shit hey this is the that we're coming up on a town that i'm trying to locate it's going to be in between the quad cities uh area and dubuque and it's one of the coolest places dude uh it's it's a small town iowa named makokita and they've got a brewery that i've been going to uh recently and I don't know if you know another cat, Mike Lucas. He's in the Cedar Rapids area. I think I've got him on Facebook. Yeah. I, I'm really lucky just to remember my own name most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he does a um, he does a Mike in Cedar Rapids Thu Brewing. 
and he grew up in Maquoketa, and he was talking about the brewery up here. So, you know, I'd always seen it. I always wanted to check it out. So, this Maquoketa, uh, huh? I call it Meth Coconut. Meth <laughs> That's where I'm trying to move. <laughs> Yeah, I want to get out of my apartment because it sucks, so I'm going <laughs> to move to meth. <laughs> move it on up to meth coconut. Then I'm, I'm, tired of, I'm tired of the small town methville. You know, I'm on a bigger and methier things. <laughs> Moving on up. Oh, man, we call that the, we call that the meth shuffle, <laughs> where you basically just... <laughs> <laughs> you just you just run a U-Haul trailer and move all your the only meth shuffle shit. I've seen is when they're stealing batteries and radios, <laughs> you know, and then just shuffle away. God damn. Uh, if anyone needs a radio, though, by the way, I'm selling. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! So you've been uh, you've been doing stand up for oh shit! How long have you been doing stand up? Two, two years. Two years. Okay, and I believe uh, the first time I met you was actually up here at the comedy bar and you were talking to you're in this pink suit i'm like who the fuck is this dude and i go out and talk to you and we're just shit, we're shooting the shit and you're like yeah dude i drove up from bloomington i'm like holy fuck dude that's a long long fucking way yeah i wanted to hit mics as many mics as possible so i remember seeing it and i was like well this looks cool and i drove up and that's when i met todd and chris and everybody and that was the best thing that i ever did because i love the scene up here i gush about it all the time and I, i'm not I'm not a ham fisting or anything. Like, this literally is one of the best scenes that I've just been around. Like, everyone's trying to be funny. It's a really supportive scene, but you've also got your assholes that'll put you in place. Like, hey, (laughs) you know, that's not funny. (laughs) Which, you know, you actually need Which, if you get that up here, by the way, like, it's got to be something real bad. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 100%. 100%, dude. I've, uh, I've, (laughs) I bombed, uh, the, we did the Lux Club, and we've done that before. It's just, it's essentially just a bar. But well, I was uh, gonna say we were there the night after you got drunk at the speakeasy <laughs> open mic. <laughs> I still have that recorded. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, <it> was, <laughs> Todd goes, I was like, man, sorry, and he ended up putting put me on last, but that didn't really help, man. I was <laughs> fucking hammer and he goes well i knew you were hammered when he showed up wearing the well they wearing the same shirt that wu-tang shirt some fucking crocs and drinking a miller light tall boy <laughs> the exact same outfit he has on now by the exactly. way <laughs> not, I, I couldn't find the crocs that's why i didn't wear them <laughs> but dude it was you know it was one of those fucking things that i was like man i'd never gotten that shit faced and tried to do stand-up before and uh i don't think i'm ever gonna do it again just it's <laughs> just from based on personal experience I learned that lesson I mean you know me I like to drink and I will get drunk but like one night I was in Plainfield to do the see you next Tuesday mic mm-hmm. and I got so drunk before I even got there because I did another mic at like the Brower house beforehand and I got there signed up went to the bathroom and then left <laughs> I was I could not put together anything I'm like staring at my phone in the bathroom just like None of this makes any sense. I can't. I cannot go up there. And so I just left, and they're all mad. Like, where'd you go? And I was like, I had to. I just had to get out of there. I'm very sorry. I'll see you guys next time. I'll just see you guys. See you next Tuesday. Yeah. I'm a real see you next Tuesday for not going up at the yeah. See You Next Tuesday show. Oh, dude, awesome, Mike. If you ever get the chance to check that out, Tuesdays in Plainfield. Where's it? Where's Plainfield? Is that Illinois? Uh, yeah, it's outside of Chicago, one of the suburbs. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so you're making your way all around, and what's what's kind of fascinating, and I, 
I always talk about this area. Like, this podcast, for some reason, you know, is more localized. Just because I always, I, I always thought that the Quad City area had a lot of local artists, you know. Not, not only what's coming to stand up, but also you know, art, food, music, you know, all types of shit. And, you know, mostly stand-up is what I've been thinking that I'm kind of somewhat an artist in. <laughs> artist in but, you know, that's an artist. Yeah, you know, not always... Not always the case, but the Quad City seat, man, for a long time, it was it was awesome. Um, and I, uh, when the Dubuque guys started coming down, they're like, it was super cool. Uh, I've known uh, the Peoria scene. It seems like a couple of guys have come come and gone. Uh, Bloomington, Champaign. There's a few guys down there that I really really enjoy. Uh, the Tuttles, I don't get to see them nearly. I mean, I haven't seen the Tuttles in like, years. Tuttles are awesome, yeah. They're running the mics down there and doing their shows through CU Comedy out of Champaign-Urbana. And their Thursday NOLA mic is awesome, another good one. They have really good crowds there, really good comedy. It's outside, just a good time. Yeah, if I ever don't work a Friday or something, I want to go down there. And, oh, absolutely, absolutely. And do that. And then, uh, uh, who you got? Uh, Clay Foley. Clay Foley's hilarious. I like Clay. Clay helped me out a lot. He, uh, I messaged him one day, and I was like, hey, I'm trying to write some clean stuff for this thing I've got coming up, and I have no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> and the dude drove up and like met me at the subway, and we talked for a while and just kind of went through a couple of jokes and like just over principles of like, you know, clean isn't necessarily the clean that you think it is. You can still be dirty. It's just more about the wording mm-hmm. and those kind of like double entendre kind of crap. Yeah, there's guys that are really, really good at uh, at clean comedy, like Chris Schlichten. I don't know if you've seen oh, Schlichten a whole I've lot. I've seen a bunch. I like the tomfoolery on Tremont shows. Oh, yeah. Have you done that? I did. I did that uh, a couple months ago. I mean, it's probably longer than that. All my time gets confused. But that venue is freaking awesome. Yeah, I got to, I got to do it, shit, I want to say last January. And it was so cool. Like, I've seen a couple shows there. Dane and Sarah do an awesome job there. I saw Jeff die there. Oh, okay. I got to get drunk with Jeff Dye. He was, and you know, Todd Basinger from uh, from up here. They said when he used to come up to Dubuque, he's like, he's the coolest dude. He'll go out there and just get shit faced with you. Like he's, he 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 had a te- nationalized tele or national television show with fucking Terry Bradshaw. Yeah, and was doing a. I, I don't know if he's doing his podcast anymore, but I mean, he wasn't. He's not like a slouch in the in the comedy industry and. You go there, you talk to him, and he's got like the same problems as us. Like he was talking to, you know, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna expose any of his, his personal business, but it was like, oh yeah, dude, like same shit we're going through. So, I offered him advice of some shit I went through, and he just goes, yeah, I never thought of it that way. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, you know, you can connect with that guy. Yeah. So that's, and it's such an in, intimate show. I, uh, I opened up for another super funny cat, uh, Kyle Scanlon. Oh, okay, funny, funny, and he is. One of the coolest dudes. I, I was I was wearing. This is a funny, <laughs> this is a funny. You, you'll get a kick out of this. I think I told you this last time I saw you. But um, I, when I I did the show, I was wearing a Colt Cabana shirt. Ah, oh, nice. And Kyle's kind of looking at me, and he goes, "Huh, Colt Cabana? That dude's in my softball league." <laughs> like what? <laughs> yeah, you did tell and me then, about that. Yeah, and then he goes, "Yeah, because it, it, I guess he knows Marty DeRosa, oh. you know, through through comedy, and that's one of uh, one of Colt's buddies." Oh, here comes the rain. Here comes the rain. Welcome to Iowa, baby. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> so we're up at All Out, and I haven't even got a chance to tell this story, I don't think. We get up there, and uh, 
we're in line. It was me and uh, Steve Jennings, who uh, he's not. I, I don't know if he's doing his show. He's he's incredibly busy too. Funny guy. Um, he's been on this show. We've done like swapcast. But I went to all out with him, and we're standing in line at this pre-show uh, party, and Colt Cabana's doing the Art of Wrestling live. Well, we go in line to go meet him, and there's a kid that gets in front of us, and he's. I see the kid's got a wristband. The wrestling is gay. And I'm like, oh, you just, yeah. I was like, oh, you just left the Effie show. And I'm like, yeah, we've seen a bunch of little kids. I'm like, get get your ass over here. And he's like, can my brother come in? I'm like, yeah, come come on, get in front of us. Right. Worst fucking decision I ever made in my life. So <laughs> <laughs> so we're sitting there, we're like, they, they, we're, we let them go, and he's, like, calling everybody. Colt's doing pictures. We're literally next in line. The kids go up, and he looks at us. He goes, any more kids that are here, you know, uh, I, I'll get pictures with them, but we're done signing autographs. And we're like, son of a bitch, we're, like, we're next. We start kind of kind of giving him some shit, you know, just whatever. And I was like, Cole, I was going to ask you something. He goes, nope, too late. And I, <laughs> I, I, t- I told him the story, and I go, uh, yeah, well, I know a guy that's uh, that uh, – I, I can't remember the, the way I worded it. I was pretty fucking drunk by this no, point. No, not <laughs> at a wrestling show. Before we even got to the show, they were drinking some, uh, <laughs> some beer that I actually – I've had that brewery before. It's like Wild Onion Brewery. I forgot, like, you know, you're standing in line to buy a $10 beer. You're like, you're not caring about the alcohol percentage. Well, it was yep. like 6.5%. Slug a couple of those down. I, I, I said something along the lines of, hey, I, I know a guy who's in your softball league. He says he doesn't really know you really well. I said, it's Kyle Scanley. He goes, what? <laughs> Bullshit. I know Kyle real well. I'm like, Okay. Well, he says he doesn't know you. <laughs> he goes, he's full of shit. Tell him I said so. So I fucking messaged Kyle, and he's like, yeah, I, I, I know him. I'm like, I thought you said you didn't. He goes, he must have been drinking. I go, well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or whatever. whatever. But, yeah, that was kind of a. Dude, that was an awesome run. So you went to All Out then, right? Yeah. And I was there the week before. So that's the same venue because uh, we went there for Dynamite. Oh, so yeah. So we were, we were there the week before. The drinks there. I will say this. I am usually very upset with drinks at venues, and they had $11 Long Island iced teas in a can. Oh, fuck. Right? I screwed up. I should. I was drinking those $10 pint cool. I got so wasted off of two of those motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> I was just so drunk. And then on top of that, we had our little uh, sneak-in bladder pouches of Jameson as well. Oh, fuck. Yeah, you guys haven't figured out. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, we go in, and security is the worst i've ever seen in my life which is whatever but we walk in and they you know do the uh wand the metal detector wand on you and it goes off and it goes are you wearing a belt and i was like yeah he's like all right go on through (laughs) yeah (laughs) dude i i can't even tell you what security looked like but was it that was the same building. It was, a, it was the yeah uh, the now energy or whatever. Yeah, yeah, or, right across from a giant bowling alley. Yes, I've uh, <laughs> I've actually been I've been to one of the steakhouses there. I used to go to that Cabela's all the time up there. Oh yeah, um, yeah that and it's funny too. We're you know we're talking pro wrestling. Like every fucking comic, a, 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 more comics than you think are fans of pro wrestling, and I always try to figure out why. It's like you know because when we're on stage, you know we want to act like we're funny and we deal with problems in a funny way haha it's just like pro wrestling it's like th- this isn't actually who these guys are yeah <laughs> you know, it's not who well, we are either. i mean you just grab it like a lot of what i do is solely based off like wrestling heroes that i had like i love jimmy mouth of the house mouth of the house <laughs> mouth of the south heart when i was younger and like 
I was all like, I'm probably one of the only people that will tell you that I have more favorite managers than I do wrestlers. That's Well, that's not a bad uh that's not a bad way to look at it, and I think it's because we knew we weren't going to be big, so we either wanted to be a manager yeah. or an announcer. You know, we knew we weren't going to be a fucking wrestler. I, I mean, just want to stand behind a big shit house guy that's three hundred fucking pounds and talk shit because you can't touch me. <laughs> could, you, could you imagine how <laughs> Paul Heyman has it the best? But he's so good at it. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, he's, like, he's good. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not trashing him. But no. like, look at the guy. You know, he's. He's a very, very smart dude. I, I I would love to get him on here and pick his brain. No, oh, that'd be awesome. Uh, but, dude, did you ever see when it was, like, Heyman's hustle and, like, his his Twitter when he's just, like, sharing pictures of fucking chicks with half their nipple hanging out? I'm like, oh, dude, he's, yeah. a, he's a greasy scumbag. But Yeah. Well, like, yeah, and that's, that's the thing is, like, I think it's kind of the same thing with comedy. Like, the character of Paul Heyman is so good because there's part of real Paul Heyman in there. Like, he is a greasy scumbag. Like, that's just on record. Like, yeah, and he then, loves to not write checks, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and that's why, like, you know, I, I and I'm, I'm sure you get this a lot, and a lot of people, every time people find out you're a comic, someone will say something like, how I use that in your bit? Oh, my gosh. And yeah, everybody has jokes about it, but I, I I started to like to go to the thing. I'm like, where am I gonna fit that in between me eating ass and then me calling in bomb threats? I'm like, where? What part of my set am I gonna fit that in? Dude, the worst part is is when it's like one of those street jokes that you've heard like seven thousand oh, yeah. times, and they're just like, yeah, I came up with that. You yeah. can use that, and like, uh, you don't want to be rude because they're not an actual comedian. So, no, or or people, like, <laughs> like, or, or they tell you, yeah, I could do stand up. Yeah. Well, we, which which we all we all had that thought too, and I'm not sitting here saying that we're the best. I mean, I've been doing. I haven't quit in ten years. I, mean, I haven't really gotten very fucking far. But you know, at the same time, that I'm I'm like okay, because you can have a funny conversation, like or hey, we should have a podcast. Which you know, what am I fucking doing with mine? <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it was uh, pe- people would be like, I'm hilarious. I could do stand up. I go okay. What are you gonna do the first time? The first time you go up and you kill it, you know, you've been practicing for three years to go do five-minute set and you murder. Then you come back and try and do that same set to crickets. What are you going to do then? Where are you going to go? Where are you going to evolve from? And, you know, a lot of uh, a lot of times you hear, you know, similar pro wrestling, but and I, I think this is, like you said earlier, you know, kind of a, a broad statement of you got to listen to what your peers are saying. You know, asking the veterans, like how Clay helped you a lot, it's okay to say, dude, I don't know. Like, if somebody booked me for a clean set, I I would I would accept because I'm all about the shmoney. But, yeah, I would have to reach out to a guy like Clay or Schlichting or, um, you know, a couple of those guys. There's some guys that are con- in- con- incredibly funny, clean. I just don't know, and I'm like, this is something I haven't done. How do you do it, you know? A lot of it, I think, too, is just getting, I don't know, getting out of the mindset that only controversial things are funny i'm not yeah. saying that you should dumb down your act or take out it like if you have a message or whatever you want to do that that's cool but like you do not have to say the most controversial shit to get a reaction out of the crowd and like i don't know it's gotten simpler joke writing has definitely gotten simpler since i've been trying to write clean sets because then when you go dirty it's it's gravy like you already know how to do it clean so now you can throw the F word in and say pussy and this and that yeah. and all the stuff everyone wants to hear. Like after that, it's just gravy. So it's the difference of working heel and baby face. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's just, it's crazy how much 
crowds fluctuate from area to area you go. Like stuff that I would do in Chicago wouldn't work down south. Stuff I do down south wouldn't work in Chicago. Like Dubuque is like kind of a mixed scene. So a lot of stuff goes over well up here. Uh, Ohio was kind of weird. They're like in and out of it. So I forget how absolutely close to where your area is. I mean, I always thought I had the perfect area. But for you, you can really develop your whole national just because again like you know it's not too far of a drive for you to make it to then ohio up north to wisconsin you know probably kentucky is uh kentucky is a little bit of a drive but wait about four hours from there uh it's more like probably six i six? mean from from anywhere where you're going i can probably get to louisville in four but trying to or get to kentucky in four but like louisville's where all the good stuff is there is it yeah I mean, you know, that's That still. I've seen so far. Again, I haven't been around there a lot, but Louisville was a lot of fun when we went down there last time, so. Well, I mean, that, you know, that's kind of what it's about, and you're figuring out what can work. I mean, it's, <clears throat> it's kind of a nice little luxury. I mean, you know, here, it's not like our scene isn't anywhere near what L.A. is or what New York is, but you kind of start seeing how some of this shit is going down, and if we were, you know, more, if there was more places willing to, to have comedy clubs... You know, it'd be like like a Boston type area. You know, the Midwest could be the next next Boston, and um, you know, no one COVID. Yeah, the problem. Is, yeah, the problem is, is that the Midwest keeps shipping all their comedians to New York and L.A. Mm-hmm. And, and Chicago's still a good market, and there's a lot going on up there. But it's so hard to get into some of those places up there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if I'm gonna drive three hours for two minutes, I mean, it's got to be yeah. the best two minutes ever, and that's just. When I first started, very, very first started, like three months in, I was an idiot, and I went and tried out for Comedians You Should Know. Oh, shit. Oh, man. (laughs) How'd that go? That was terrible, but it was one of the better things that I did, because it was like, all right, well, you're nowhere near anywhere. (laughs) Like, (laughs) what are you doing, you idiot? Dude, you want to know one of the first or second out-of-town gigs I ever got? The first one, there's a place, I'll tell you, off-air. It's a, oh, good. <laughs> uh, this is like years ago, but the the second one, and I really wish I would have done it. About two, two or three years ago, I did the. Uh, I had probably one of the best sets I ever did at one of the um, comedy competitions, and Clay Foley was a judge. That's how I met him, and he booked me for a show. Nice. He the, he asked me to do it, and I literally looked at it and I go, "Let me check." I'm like, "Fuck, I'm booked." I had like a uh, the podcast I used to do. We always had a garage party, and it was that night, and it was icy as shit. And I think Draper ended up going to do it. And it was great, and I know Draper's gotten a gotten a couple more gigs with him. And I just, I don't think it was anything like he's like, oh, you're unreliable. Like I told, it was like a month or two out, and I already told him I was like, I'm 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 busy. And the other times he's had the gigs, he's like, hey, this is the same crew that rolled up with me. They wanted him back. I'm like, oh, that's great. You know, it was it a missed opportunity for me, probably, but I had prior engagements it's just one of those things that kind of sucks i mean you don't ever want to turn down anything but i was super thankful that he asked me clay if you're listening you haven't asked me to do a gig since (laughs) i uh i'm starting to i mean you can't tell because i'm driving three hours for an unpaid mic but uh (laughs) i'm starting to be more selective with the stuff that i do now just like there's no reason to drive to omaha nebraska for forty dollars like (laughs) <laughs> yeah, no shit. You know, it's just getting out of like I'm all about the grind. I grind all the time, but at some point, it's got to be feasible and financially like reasonable. <laughs> yeah, no shit. 
So I'm just being more selective now, and that helps because, yeah, I also have a terrible habit of double booking everything. And it's, you know, it's, it's all about being organized. I mean, it, it, and this is, this seems like this is, uh, other than the uh, trivia and karaoke that you do, like, this is your thing. Yep. Um, you know, me, I've got, I've got other interests out, outside this, you know, like trying to go see certain wrestling shows, you know, usually October to January, I, I can't really do anything because the hunting season, you know, I'm yeah. still a deer hunter. Haven't been able to get out yet, but it's just, it's one of those things that, you know, I'm in the middle of a move. First weekend was hotter than fuck. Now I'm in the middle of a move. And they're like, hey, there's some shows up here that you should come check out. I'm like, you know, I, I can't drive an hour up on a weekend. And it's just, it was so ingrained to me that weekends through deer season were just done, you know? So yeah. I'm like, if I was ever going to try and do anything, you know, I just, I, I couldn't. Well, I got a little more free time, but now I'm like, now I got a mission. All right, get in there, go kill some deer early and... <laughs> Take the rest of the <laughs> take the rest of the time off. Everybody just likes to do a lot of fun shit during the fall. Where I'm like, well, great, yeah, I'm gonna go sit in a tree and hopefully I can kill something. But, kill it. Uh, you know, it's you it, make deer jerky. I haven't made it yet. I got a smoker now. I no. might depends if I if I get. I what I do is after I kill a deer, you know, you clean it. I take it to a processor. I know there's a lot of guys that got setups in their garage. Like, dude, we can do this. Yeah, it's I like to take mine out to dinner first. Yeah, yeah, that's kind go. of a thing. Yeah, I'm a gentleman though. Continue. You are. Yeah, no, you're a, you're a silent gentleman. You like take them out to dinner <laughs> with like a wine and dine them, and then whack. You like to take your time with them. <laughs> really, really get to know the deer before yeah. you strangle it in the back of your Impala. Impala. <laughs> God, you need a van so bad. I need. That's my next purchase, man. I'm not gonna lie. I want to get a minivan and just put a mattress in the back of it. And cut out all the hotel and couch surfing. Yeah. <laughs> are you so? Are you gonna end up driving back tonight? Just depends. Uh, usually based on alcohol consumption. Uh, <laughs> oh fuck! So I might need to find a ride home. Yeah, right. Yeah, you might be stuck <laughs> here, man. Uh, no, yeah, I plan on driving back tonight. The, yeah, I, you know what? I'm, honestly, yeah, van wouldn't be that that bad of a deal. Or, dude, if you even got like a small little pickup truck with a topper on it. Right. Fucking throw the mattress back there. Yeah, I just need something to where I can lay down because I cannot sleep, like, upright or leaning back in a chair. I, just, I cannot do it. I don't know what it is. Oh, I've slept in the car a couple times. I've had a cop knock on my window. It's like yeah. the keys are in the ignition. He's like, I've uh, seen you here for a while. I'm like, I ain't going anywhere. I'm like, I'm letting my phone charge, waiting for an Uber. Uh, keys in the ignition. Yeah. Freaking, I got busted down in Paris. Luckily, nothing came out of it, but I fell asleep in my truck, and it was like, negative eight degrees out Ooh. so i i left the truck on with the heat so i wouldn't die <laughs> and they pulled up and uh knocked down my window down and knocked hey uh your keys are in the ignition that's a dui if you're drunk right now and i'm just like well i'm asleep so <laughs> i'm not drunk right now i'm asleep <laughs> yeah. have a good one hey, you woke me up asshole yeah. <laughs> so luckily we were able to smooth that one out because i was like listen I could drive home and you could pull me over again. <laughs> like, <laughs> right. I don't know what you want here. That's such a dumb... I mean, I understand it, but, like, keys the ignition, like, eh. They got to draw the line somewhere, and I kind of yeah. understand that because guys are like, you know, well, I was just sleeping. Keys are in the ignition. Yeah, but I wasn't going anywhere. It's like, no, you're actually parked at a stop sign, Tony Yeah, right. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's very true. I try to keep my parking into the uh, Goodwill parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's Goodwill. I thought I was doing I was yeah. doing everyone a favor. Yeah, I'm leaving the car here, actually. I just want to make sure they get it in the morning. <laughs> the drop-off was gone. i got to sign the title over to him. <laughs> 
What do you think, like, the, the part-time employer would show up and there's like, Jesus Christ, there's a fucking Buick outside. <laughs> and somebody left uh, piss stains on the seat. Can we take this? Yeah, yeah fuck. 80 I, cents. But. I, dude, I know. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, that uh, that Buick out there has that blue sticker on that. What does that mean? 25% off? <laughs> right. Man, you know they just part it out and sell the radios and the miscellaneous. Like, you just have a radio and four tires. <laughs> oh, dude, I'd be I'd be whipping that bitch. If I worked there, I was the manager, I'd take that motherfucker out for a week. <laughs> I'd be like, God damn, I got a company car. You know. you know that there's someone that works at Goodwill that's, like, skimming the nicest clothes off the top. There's oh, that 100%. one person somewhere. Well, dude, no, they they have a website where they've got, like, their high-end shit where people get rid of shit, and they're like, what the fuck did you get rid of this for? <laughs> fuck, who the fuck we knows? know you donated this for the poor, but they don't deserve it. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> so we'll put it online because the poor don't have online. <laughs> yeah. God damn! <laughs> oh. I'm the poor, so it's okay. I'm making it's, fun of myself. Exactly. Two board, two broke boys in an Impala. We have not wrecked yet, which is we just, haven't. It's fantastic. We're probably going to because we're getting into Dubuque now. Oh, so good. this is yeah, we're starting to get into Key West, good. and there's nothing but two gas stations and a, or three gas stations and a fucking trailer park, which probably sounds like what Key West, Florida, is. Yeah, it sounds like home, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> Add a couple more churches, and we're good. <laughs> right. But, yeah, before it gets uh, too hectic, I don't want you to hold that mic when we start getting into uh, the heavy traffic. I'm not so. putting it down even when the podcast is over. Oh, so. fuck it. All right, well, keep yeah. fucking rolling then. Yeah, Goddamn, I was, I was looking out for your safety and nah, mine, but fuck it, dude. Nah. I mean, you can worry about yours all day, but we're doing this. We're driving. Uh-huh. We're taking this into the mic. I'm going to walk straight into the comedy <laughs> bar. <laughs> just we're just going to keep going. Sir, you can't record in here. Hey, yeah. you can suck my nutsack. <laughs> It's it's my set. It's my set. <laughs> I just want to record myself so I could sound better. But dude, I always hate this hill because this is where it like starts to get fifty five. But it's still like, dude, if I still see cornfield, I'm still doing seventy five. Well, I hate coming up here because as soon as you cross the state line, it goes down to sixty five, and it's I don't understand it. I man, I, I haven't either. But have you ever drove through uh, North Dakota? No. Oh, dude, the speed limit there is like seventy five. Like they don't give off. Fuck up there. When I was out in Los Angeles, that's how it was. It's like the street speed is 35, and my Uber driver was going 70. I'm just like, this is terrifying. And he's like trying to point out sights along the way, but he's going too fast. He's like, California Pizza Kitchen. Oh, okay, cool. Oh, it was there somewhere, three miles back. You missed it. (laughs) He's like, dude, he's like, he's like those. You ever watch Russian, uh, Russian dash cam videos? Oh my god. Or like when the dudes are like street racing in there. That fight, I, that shit makes my butthole like just close the fuck up immediately. My uh, my latest guilty pleasure is I've been watching uh, scammer videos. There's this guy on YouTube called Kit Boga. Okay. <laughs> and he wears sunglasses and uses voice modulation to basically take up as much of a scammer's time as oh, possible. Oh, that's fucking amazing. And it just gets ridiculous. Like, he had a call that went on total, you know, it was days they had to call back and everything. That went on for like nine hours. And he's just messing with this guy. And at the end, he's like, all right, I've got the gift cards. What do I do? And they're like, all right, give us the code. And they're in there. They're in his computer because they have that screen sharing stuff that they do. Yeah. So they're just waiting for you to enter the code in there so they can cash it in. Well, he actually cashed in his tickets to Google Play. So they're watching him 
spend the money that they work nine hours for <laughs> and he's just spending it on dvds and oh i think i'll get me a new couch and like these guys are just losing their crap it's insane it's so i love it <laughs> that's, that's, that's fucking amazing it is do you remember a couple years ago that one dude was like recording uh some dude and he was like trying to scam him and the dude had like had him on speakerphone i was recording and the dude just goes he was like talking shit he goes you remember he's like you remember your twin towers he goes yeah i think osama was my uncle yeah <laughs> i was like damn dude that it was that's exactly that's how every video ends on that channel oh, too it's, it's just so like some kind of the worst thing that they can say like out of one video they were threatening this dude's family like it was just nuts <laughs> it's like what the fuck are you gonna do bitch like, what yeah what what is the point of all this i like getting the messages on uh, facebook too dude, i just got one earlier today yeah. I'll, I'll read you this this shit is hilarious listen to this shit i literally got it so i responded uh it's like mcchesney mcchesney and it just pictures of feet <laughs> And it's 4.30 p.m. Hey, babe, are you interested in being my sugar baby? Question mark. An allowance of $500. The dollar sign at the end of that, twice a week, I go, so that's $1,000, right? Health, dental, and life insurance, too. Where are you from and how old are you? <laughs> well, what the fuck? I thought I was going to be your sugar baby. What if I'm older than you, bitch? Going to slow down to 45? Yeah, I definitely would. Oh, yeah, I better, I better, get, uh, I better get this on Snapchat so people know what's going on. <laughs> and... Uh... So the ones I've been going to lately that I've really enjoyed uh, on the Facebook when they do, they've got the, oh, we got our loan assistant program, blah, 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 blah. Oh, yeah. So I've just been replying with, well, does it work with the LMB loan that I'm getting? And they always go, what's the LMB loan? And I'm like, lick my balls. <laughs> that's, that's like that's like every time if you work like construction or whatever you send uh you send somebody to go get the fng form it's like the what the fucking new guy form yeah. i remember i made this kid go get something stupid i'm not gonna get into specifics just in case anybody doesn't get it but i was like yeah you're gonna have to go run to the store here's a po which is a purchase order a lot of people have them and the purchase order was da69420 Stood for dumbass sixty nine four twenty. We sent that motherfucker, dude. He went all the way down to the shop, and they were like looking for it. Fucking guy called back, and he's like, he called the shop, just laughing. He goes, "Yeah, you know, <laughs> they, they were called for a spot welder. We sent the kid down to go get quarter inch aluminum spots for the spot welder because aluminum won't weld, but you got to get special ones." And he had no fucking idea. Sorry. I mean, it was like right, it, it, it was a block away from the shop, you know, but. It's like when I worked at McDonald's, those bastards would always get me with all kinds of crap. Like, go get a box of AIR. All right. And going back there looking because they've all got initials on them. Looking, looking. There's no box of AIR back there. Oh, you can't find a box of air, you dumbass. <laughs> like, like goddammit. Fuck. Go get the plain sauce. Go get the fish. It's in the storage room. It's not in the storage room. It's in the freezer. Oh, fuck it. <laughs> That's when I learned to never trust anybody in fast food. <laughs> DTA. <laughs> That's when you learned? That's when I learned. Yeah, I was 16, so... No shit. Yeah, I started working restaurants and crap. That's why I started really getting into the comedy. I cannot do customer service anymore at no. all. I just cannot do it. I, I hate it. That shit's for the birds, I too. hate it so much, and I'm a people pleaser. Like, I just... I always want everyone to be happy. And so I don't know how to say no. <laughs> and then I'm like, yeah, I'll help out for two days a week. And then it's like, oh, you're the kitchen manager now. And I'm like, uh, no, no. Yeah, I love uh, I love watching the 
the McDonald's videos are fight like Waffle House, especially when the the employees fight back. That is the greatest fucking thing I've ever seen in my life. It's like, it's like porn for the service industry because everyone's <laughs> wanted to do it. <laughs> yeah, it's dude. I, people get out of hand, and people got so used to not getting the fuck beat out of them by like six McDonald's employees. Like, do you really think these people you want to fuck with? I'm like, they're not getting paid enough money. You're talking shit, and they can go walk into fucking Hardee's. It's like, I, if I had a different job, I didn't have time. But guess what? I work at McDonald's. I got time today. You do not mess with a Hardee's worker or a Waffle House worker. I think. Who do you think is like the toughest fast food worker? Waffle House. I, I'll be, uh, other than Waffle House, like they're okay. just in a league of their own. Like, dude, IHOP employees, like they had to used to break up stripper fights. Yeah, IHOP and Denny's. Denny's are yeah. up there. De- I, I mean, I've been a part of getting kicked out of a Denny's, so I know that that can be taxing. Who do you think is, like, the easiest to run through? Like, it's got to be for sure Chick-fil-A. You don't want to beat up people from Chick-fil-A. They're too polite all the time. They're too, but I'm saying, like, dude, cause, like Culver's. Yes. I don't think anybody in a Culver's kitchen can fight. I think <laughs> I think that's true. <laughs> I, I think they specifically screen people to make sure that they can't fight. Yeah. You're as soft as that custard pussy. <laughs> <laughs> That was way funnier than it should have been. <laughs> We're here in beautiful downtown Dubuque by the Hotel Julian. I just finally realized what Julian was after coming up here for so many times. Julian Dubuque. I wonder if it's Julian because he's isn't he French or something like that. I have no idea. I'm from Illinois, man. <laughs> I know that you guys like your bush. <laughs> Can I get a bush? A bush? Like, yeah. <laughs> Man, we, we like Bush. <laughs> I like Bush Light, both on... Uh, Gotta take a quick break. Uh, where am I going? Oh, Ninth take Street. This, take this right, this right one? here. Yeah, yeah oh, all fuck. right. Cool. Quick break to oh, make shit. sure we know where we're going. See, you were worried. <laughs> you were like, oh, we need to be safe. That guy I cut off doesn't care. Ah, fuck him, dude. What's he gonna... <laughs> <laughs> Dude, he, he just he starts throwing up like the. the you know he saw my license plate and he's just like that fucker's from Chicago. Those <laughs> yeah. goddamn Chicago yeah, drivers. Right, dude, he, he's throwing up. Yeah, keep going straight through. All right, dude. yeah, I have no idea. What dude, he's, <laughs> dude, he's 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 throwing up gang signs. He's from the fucking Wendy's crew. <laughs> <laughs> if he threw up the golden arches, we'd be fucked. That dude would be folding oh, us right my now. Goodness. The last thing I want to do is get into it with all of the restaurant industry. I'm fucking. What are they gonna do, dude? Hey, you know who? You know who? I think I would put in. Uh, who I think would win in a fight. I think if you took, uh, I think if you took KFC employees versus Popeyes employees. Popeyes employees are all talk. I think KFC would fold you think them, mess too. them up. Yeah, they beat the fuck. I've out never of them, seen dude. anyone working in a KC or a, a KFC that's been under fifty though. Uh, I don't know, dude. I saw I saw one of the hottest uh, hottest. Pre- take this right right here. I saw a super hot pregnant chick working at this KFC buffet when I was what like a combination. I know, dude. I was like nine. I was like nineteen or twenty. And uh, the dude I would roll with, my buddy Leroy, we were going to community college, and he was in a wheelchair, so we'd roll in his van and listen to Boys to Men on his uh, on his laptop, and I'd roll up a mini swisher, and we'd get super stoned and go get KFC. <laughs> <laughs> That's the whitest thing. <laughs> he wasn't the host, so it, it worked out. Uh, I think it's right, right here. All right. I know we're here. It's going to be finding parking at this point, I believe. Yeah. Oh, shit. It's cramped through here. Yeah, and I think it's a uh, left right. Oh, look at there's the comedy bar. Yeah, I know. I know where we're at. It's gonna be finding parking. Uh, in that in that lot over there, actually. Which one? Uh, so take this left, and then you should be able to park in there. I always park in there. I mean, this is the parking podcast. Yeah, it is. All right. Parking with comedians. No, just fucking go here. Fucking go. Here. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> right I'm before, kidding. Everybody always has their set ready. Holy fuck! Yeah, try and get in. Gosh. Here. 
Yeah, this is where. Other than that, there's like spots are reserved over there, but. Oh man, there's a handicap. I don't have a handicap placard, do you? I don't either. Oh, I just... Fuck. Hey, right there. Boom. Look at that. We're parking next to a veteran. Hey, thank you for your service. Thank I'm going to open <laughs> Matt's door into your door. <laughs> right into it. <laughs> Dude, we made it. Boom, we made it. We didn't wreck. No, we didn't. So. Well, thank you for having me. Hey, thank you for uh, for driving me. No problem. Get out of the car. All right, I'm fucking leaving. <laughs> <laughs> you take over. <laughs> Jesus. Well, uh... So, before we wrap this up, where can people find you? Uh, Matt Miller Comedy on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Nobody follows me on Twitter. So uh, nobody follows me on Twitter either. I can't figure it out. But, yeah, Fuck just it. wherever. Uh, make sure you check out all the Iowa stuff, Dubuque, Quad Cities, all that good stuff. That's where I plan on spending a lot of my time this next year is up this way. This so. Sounds good. We'll yeah. look forward to seeing you. So, uh, hopefully, we'll get our both our sets recorded, and I'll add them on the end of this podcast. And, Matt, thanks for uh, coming up, and go kill it tonight. Absolutely. Thank you, man. All right. Hey, now keep it going for Gambit Paul, everybody. Uh, let's just keep it going. I'm Jack Man, Chris Starman. Chris, give it up for Chris Starman. Coming to the stage right now, all the way from somewhere in Illinois. Give it up for Matt Miller. I'm also a stupid idiot. We'll keep going with the theme. I know what you're thinking. It just kind of looks like Joker got lost in the country blue. <laughs> looks like John Travolta and Jeff Foxworthy had an abortion. That's fair, but that's also very rude, I I do not appreciate that at all. Look at me, Joe. Just two years ago, I was driving an hour for an unpaid open mic in Georgia, and now I'm driving three hours for an unpaid mic in Iowa. <laughs> I did it, Dad. Please be proud of me. I'll never forget the first time that he said I love you, because it never happened. <laughs> You can't forget something that never happened. <laughs> ladies, there are ladies out there. Yeah. All right, good. I'm glad. Fantastic. You need to calm down at karaoke night, okay? I'm serious. Y'all get, y'all get superhero. First of all, the first mistake you make is you go, we got to get ready. So let's be four hours before we go to the place. You're just getting drunk off wine, right? Like, that's the way it goes. And then you show up and you're blasted, okay? And every time you walk in, it's the birthday girl with the sash on. That's the one you gotta watch out for. She freaking knocks in the front door. Boom! It's my birthday! Sign me up for the karaoke! And it's the same every time. It always starts out great. They're having a good time. And girls just wanna have fun. Oh, And so now the mood's going down a little bit, and they're out there. Strawberry wine, 17. Fuck off, Tiffany. I And then more shots, lemon drops specifically. And now it's time for the big finale. Don't stop believing, and she's not even singing anymore. Why am I? Why does nobody love me? 
got go dogs, you know. This morning I had to pop my shoulder back into place. And I do not know where my penis went. No idea. <laughs> Just crazy the way that works. My grandma used to say stuff like, you need to leave things in the Lord's hands, you know. And I've got erectile dysfunction. <laughs> What's he going to do with it? Play with it? I'm already doing that. Just fine. I don't need your help. Thought I was getting pulled over. <laughs> All right, everybody. I'm going to leave with one of my favorites. One of my good ones. Anybody married out there? All right. Well, hey, take this home to your ladies tonight. I've been doing something called the motorboat for a while. You guys ever hear the motorboat? Oh, hell yeah. It's great. The women love it. But there's different kinds of motorboats. So now when you go home, maybe try some of them out. Like you got the French paddle boat. <laughs> Not intense enough for you. Okay, we can go with the Titanic. That takes a little more effort. <laughs> but shit, my favorite is the Southern Comfort. It's a flex sealed screen door with a chainsaw hanging out the back of it. You know what I mean? <laughs> what the hell are you doing? Let me kickstart it, baby. <laughs> I do not have sex anymore. Have a great Like, 
Well, no, no, but don't boo eating ass. The fuck is wrong with you, you fucking bottom? Yes, <laughs> guessing. <laughs> guessing. I, uh, I eat ass. And the re- Thank you. Thank you. The reason why I eat ass is because uh, I am fat and overweight and ugly. So I gotta bring a little more to the table. What are the reasons you guys eat ass? I'm kind of curious. Money for fun. I like the taste. I like the taste. No one else is here wanting to pleasure their partners. Jesus Christ, Dubuque, Iowa. I need to go to East Dubuque. <laughs> Figure that shit out. I mentioned I'm fat. I put 15 pounds on. You know, I bought a smoker recently. Anyone like smoked meats? Okay, so more people are vaccinated and eat ass and the smoked meats. It's like the one good thing for you guys is now. Jesus Christ, Dubuque, what the fuck? I recently put 15 pounds on because uh, I got a little bit of stimulus money. So what did I do? I bought me a fucking Traeger. I bought a pellet smoker. And I had to flex on everybody in my Section 8 apartment. I'm like, yeah, motherfuckers, I'm the only one that can smoke meat with wood pellets, bitch. God damn, I started smoking all the fucking roaches that I would catch. All the fucking mice that I would get. Dude, I'm a fucking hillbilly. Like, I smoke a fucking mouse. Are you kidding me? Dog 220 with some hickory pellets and some barbecue sauce. Stop fucking playing. How fucking fat do you have to be where you're smoking mice to where, like, now the calorie intake is more than what you do? Like, I play Call of Duty all the fucking time, and, like, I'm eating more mice than... How many fucking calories are in mice? Can anyone fucking... A lot. Who the fuck's that? A lot. You ever eat a mouse, stupid? Stop eating rats, you trash. Jesus, fuck. God damn, I am trashy. You wanna know how trashy I am? This is a true story. I'm not lying. I made a Facebook post about it, so you know I'm not lying. Wait, wait. I've been seeing a super hot Asian MILF. And she sucked my dick all the time. All right. Uh, we were riding around in her car because she was driving. I don't have a driver's license. And uh, I literally said to her, hey, don't pull into the Arby's yet because this puddle of mud, mud song just started and I haven't heard it in forever. Yeah. True fucking story. We fucking rolled around listening to Control You and fucking I had a great roast beef sandwich. It was a great day. Also, um... To add to the trashiness, I did get called racist online the other day. And uh, yeah, it was on Pornhub.com. And essentially, uh, basically the comment I said was, uh, does it really have to be that many fucking black guys? I didn't mean it maliciously. It was a Bukaki film and it was nothing but. And all I said went in there were like, all right, whatever, Alan Jackson fan 69, you're a fucking racist. Like Alan Jackson, 69. It sounds about right, yeah. Way down. Hoochie on the Chattacoochie. Anyway. Anyway, all, all I wanted to say was look, I'm not fucking racist. I'm like, there's just like 45 black guys. I'm like, why can't we just like take a couple out and then add like a couple of Asians, a couple of Mexican guys, a couple of fat ass Latinas, for fucking, you know, fuck's sake. All that, all of a sudden, in this time of everybody hating each other, all these races could come together 
Right on Evangelina's glasses, and that's all I meant by it. My name's Stevie Morgan, get out of here. Thank you. All right, welcome to the bonus content <laughs> here, if, it, if you want to call it. Essentially, what happened was uh, we did the mic, and I got fucking hammered. Matt didn't. I was responsible. Let this be on the record, the one time. You were very responsible. You're like, yeah, bro, I've only had like three and a half big-ass <laughs> drinks. I got to drive five hours. And I go, oh, okay, that's cool. Let me, uh, let me go ahead and get fucking hammered. I was really proud of myself. I feel like you're down. <laughs> Dude, I, uh, and I, I told you, I was like, hey, man, uh, I'm going to go ahead and get me two tall boys for the ride home. You know, the fucking 45-minute ride home. Got to gotta, gotta hammer them. And here we are. I'm like, D- do you want to record? Like, yeah, but bro, sure. No, no problem. I... <laughs> I bummed so many cigarettes off you, and I <laughs> it's all right. Everybody in Dubuque doesn't have cigarettes, apparently. So no, why? Why in the fuck would they? Like, why in the fuck would anybody <laughs> in Dubuque have cigarettes? And there's a goddamn gas station right there. But uh, we just did the mic. Awesome time. It was a, such a fun time. It felt so, so good to be good. back in that room. Man, I feel bad because I'm terrible with names. But what was the dude's name from uh, Colorado? Zach Hurt. Zach Hurt. That dude's funny. You 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 want to know something funny? Oh, what's that? So I know Zach very well. Uh, he was supposed to be on this podcast. So he was originally from this area, and he's got a. He got married during COVID. Okay. So it never happened. They never really got to have the reception. They're having it on Sunday. I have three parties I got to go to on Sunday. <laughs> And he was back in town. Ah, God damn, I don't know. Like two or three months ago, and we were supposed to, we were supposed to do a podcast. Now, me, him, another comic, Jake McDowell. There was this Applebee's group, which I told you some shit off uh, off air. You know, yeah, yeah, you yeah. Need yeah. a repeat, but yeah, yeah, nah, nah, nah. <laughs> when I was in my single days, it was Applebee's go hard, and I was shirtless. So was Zach, and so was. <laughs> <laughs> so is Jake <laughs> in an Applebee's bathroom, and our friend Wendy actually pissed in the sink and sent video. Um, but like, dude, this this whole group was Applebee's go hard. Well, the Quad Cities put on, and people were like, getting we were getting national recognition. Like, holy fuck, we need to come to the Quad Cities. We'd have groups of like fifteen twenty going out there and slamming them Brutuses, and basically it was like just get blackout at Applebee's. Well, I had a shirtless pic in Applebee's and that was my Tinder profile picture for a while <laughs> and Bumble and Hinge I like I didn't give a fuck <laughs> and, and from that night Zach who you met he's out in Colorado now and Jake Jake's a very very funny dude we started the Dummy Thick Pork Boys that night oh and <laughs> sounds like a barbecue sauce it was it was, it was, it was, <laughs> it was fucking insane we started, and then, you know, Zach, Zach goes out to Colorado. He got a job offer because you see how fucking fat he is. <laughs> what? Like, you see how fat he is. You know he's got to be smart, right? Well, he's, he is Which, smart. I don't get that. Like, how are how are the smartest people fat? Like, if you were smart, you wouldn't be that fucking fat, right? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> so, <laughs> he goes out there for some 
IT gig and starts murdering out there. Like, he's booking shows. He's showing me all the shows he's on. I'm like, what the fuck? He goes, come out to Denver, dude. I will book you on shows. I'm booking shows out there now. I'm like, holy, all right. Um, and I hadn't seen him until today and his merch. I got his merch in my pocket. Did you get any of his? Oh, I did. I got the air freshener. <laughs> he's got, he's got Which his was own. even better because had he not handed that to me before his joke, his joke wouldn't have hit as hard on stage <laughs> because I would have been so confused. <laughs> But man, it smells delicious. Yeah, he's got a he's got a it's beaver fantastic. Dude, he's got a beaver asshole joke. Yeah. And And that's all you're getting. You gotta go see him if you wanna get the rest of the joke. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. need it. So Brown Colorado. So before you know, he comes downstairs and the comedy bar in Dubuque is one one of the coolest places to do stand up in. Oh, because it's, so cool. it's such a nice venue. The atmosphere is great. Everybody there, like, knows each other. It's fucking amazing. Zach is in town. He's like, well, I got to do this. Because originally when this spot opened up, you know, we, we, we talked earlier about the, the comedy scene, you know, in the Quad mm-hmm. Cities yeah. where you're at. Dubuque had, um, had really nothing. And then they get a legit comedy club. And they ran with it, and they were still booking shows outside of it. It's like, oh, this is, this is great. Like a, a big shout out to, obviously Todd, Gay Singer, as everybody called him, Todd Bay Singer. I call him Baloney Pockets Bay Singer. <laughs> Baloney Pockets. Baloney Pockets. <laughs> Did he got and <laughs> we better give him his name because uh, we buried the fuck out of him at Damacola. He's the pencil. <laughs> For the Lux the Club. The pencil. The Booker Man. <laughs> the Booker of the Man. Lux Club. Yeah. And then you've got Levi, who I, I had to keep ditching you because me and Levi Bogman, Bauman, however the fuck you speak English language, he, uh, like me and him, he's like a 24 year old white kid. Me and him talk hip hop more than anybody I know. And, and the got, last time when we were at the speakeasy when we were all together, that's what a majority mm. of the time was. We were talking hip hop outside there. Okay, so when you when you walked up to me like, "Hey, I'm your ride. I want I want to go because I have a fucking five hour." Yeah, drive I knew home. what was happening. Yeah, I knew that you guys would just never stop talking about. It. <laughs> Dude, it, it is what it is. But that that's the type of uh, scene these guys have built, and with the comedy bar being there, they're gonna have. Huge name acts coming through, so like, good for them. They've they've established established themselves. I'm, I'm fucking hammered. <laughs> they have established themselves. themselves. <laughs> and these fucking guys can fucking really fucking go. I am not a crook. I am not a crook. <laughs> Dude, I'm, I'm gonna Richard Nixon every time I get too fucking hammered. I'm just gonna Nixon it. Are we already in Meth Coconut? Uh, I think it was something maybe. Holy I have no clue where we're at. Christ, I know exactly yeah, where we're at. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no clue. At, at, at some point, like you being on the road this much, being sober for the most part, <laughs> when you are, like, how, how many times do you think you've made this drive? Oh, I made this drive at least five times that I know of for sure and then every time that I go up into Wisconsin I usually pass through Dubuque oh fuck you, you told me that Wisconsin gig's amazing I Who's, love the Wisconsin scene what what is the scene up there like so, do you do Madison or where, where is that I go, to, I go to Appleton okay. uh, Skyline Comedy Club you gotta register for their mics like 
the month ahead of time and then they release a list to let everybody know if they're going or not so you don't have to waste your time you know if you don't get on the list i don't have to drive five hours yeah but uh i did that and then i just kept getting get put on uh, a couple other shows and i really like the scene up there it's really cool they got a lot of funny people up there sean patrick moore was rolling through there for a while okay super funny guy look him up he sounds fucking irish so <laughs> he he is funny as fuck i love him but yeah there's just a lot of good people up there i i'm so you know we we, we talked about it earlier and, oh I, I to i'm gonna get off that point because who gives a fuck about that point like i was gonna shine you up there but i'm gonna tell you how i shined you up so instead of you being like me praising you for being good i want to praise me for praising you for being good <laughs> that's, that's what i fucking do i appreciate it yeah no yeah, uh, everyone's uh, real nice up here i did have a guy tell me one night that he hated me because i was funny yeah okay well i, I, like, I, I want to so... talk about how good i talked about you no you did you <laughs> talked me up real well I'm definitely ready for the cruise ship circuit now. You talked me into it. I'm ready to go. Jeez, I get into that. Well, when when Zach was here, he's, you know, he was telling me he's like, dude, come the fuck out to Denver. I'll get you on. I'm like, okay. He's like, it's 150 bucks to fly out. I'll pick you up in Colorado Springs. You can stay at me and my wife's illustrious house like the motherfucker makes a lot of money he don't Bonus, need to stand up because he's smart yeah and i go i go have you seen matt like it was my first <laughs> number one because you gave me a fucking ride here so i gotta shine you up i'm like fuck you, you gotta give me a ride for free like i paid you you know i i i, I gave you good money you i did. bought you cigarettes you did nobody's ever bought me cigarettes before. they asked they ask if you want the two-pack and i was looking out for your health i was like yeah, no, fuck no no <laughs> not at all i i actually thought about doing it but i was like we yeah. would have smoked a pack before we even hit your place because <laughs> if i've got two yeah. it's not a matter of having cigarettes now it's like fuck it i can smoke forever you, you'd have been one of those guys, <laughs> dude, you, dude you would have been like every 18 year old drinking like bro i'm up four beers how many beers are you gonna <laughs> bro i'm up six camel crushes where the fuck you at like you're gonna I'm finish that up. one you're gonna finish that that short bro no, I just... <laughs> <laughs> you fish that short bro <laughs> there's so many pri- there's so many prisoners that'd be so mad listen to this that we didn't finish shorts my mama's motherfucking dead and you ain't finishing short cigarettes <laughs> but but i got I, I i literally said i was like have you seen matt before he goes i'm friends with him on facebook i go well, you need to watch him because you're probably going to book him. And I go, you book me on a show, you might as well bring Matt. I appreciate and it. And <laughs> literally what I said. Because I was like, well, who else am I going to go out to Colorado with? If they're going to book us on some Colorado shows, like, oh, bro, like, best I can do for you, like, for a guest spot is 40 bucks. I don't give a okay, shit. Okay, well, you, you, yeah, I mean, you gotta, there's legal weed out no, there, and it's I, cheap I, as shit. I don't <laughs> care. Forty bucks—that's like four joints or something. I'm that, in. Dude, that's what I said. That's what I said. And I asked. I asked about the fucking oil that he told me he took. He's like, it's in a syringe. He's like, I can't remember what the fuck it was, but I made a really funny joke. And guys, I'm I'm, I'm hoping you understand that I made a really funny joke about like the Robert Paulson. We <laughs> That's not even it, but that's even funnier than the joke I originally that, that said. I was going to say, that's nothing. <laughs> this shit will knock your fucking head off. <laughs> I 
I'm glad you got that. Yeah, you heard Stevie Moe's Ronald Paulson joke. <laughs> it's fucking awesome. Oh, man. Wait, you didn't watch movies in the 90s? You can't get that fucking <laughs> reference? Fucking jabroni. <laughs> but I talked you up, so uh, if I ever get a gig out in fucking Denver, you're coming with me. You're my man, opener, fuck boy. Go, hey, whatever works, man. Because <laughs> I'm only getting a feature set, so you're only getting a spot. That's fine. I'll take it. I like those intro spots because if I do really well, everyone's like, "Wow, that didn't suck." You know? <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> I love not following people. <laughs> and I want to bury the kid that I had to follow. So. uh by the way, let's, because we got our sets on record. Uh, at the time of recording this, I don't know if I got your full set. I don't know if I got mine. We're fucking going with it. Yeah, we're I'm going. A fu- I'm a fucking alcoholic, so I'm I put the I put the phone in my pocket and said, "Let's go." Now the- I, I didn't <laughs> even know. It, I I I heard who was on deck, and I didn't even pay attention. I saw you walking away, so I ran over to you. Like I ran across the room, like, "Bro, you on next?" It's like, yeah, I'm like, okay, hit record and put this in your pocket. You had to follow... <laughs> not, man, I feel bad. You had to follow Dan McCullough. You were able to follow Dan McCullough. I love Dan. He's so funny. He's the fucking pencil for the Lux like, Club. Dude, his, uh, yeah. <laughs> the Booker Man. Yeah. The Booker Man. <laughs> I like, I, I really like all this stuff and everything, and I don't want to get into personal stuff or anything, but, uh, yeah. but, you know, he's had some recent bad stuff happen, and he's used that to make material. And, like, I respect the crap out of that because it's real and it's funny and it's, I just, I dig it. It's not everybody's thing or whatever, but I think that's what comedy should be is, like, putting all the things that got you down or whatever. And that's my hallmark speech for now, but, you know, like, I appreciate it. It makes me happy to see people being happy in times that are just freaking terrible sometimes. You know, kind of where I'm at. And I love seeing everybody out there getting whatever they had they're putting into it there was a couple guys that that i saw that were todd was really good tonight too. Uh, todd, todd was really good todd i'm not saying really good i'm not saying anybody slacked off but there were a couple guys that were i think they had like jokes that they were like eh, gonna be yeah, so and so but they still they still pulled them out and it, it went well. I mean, this is the first time that it's what an open, open mic is for, my man. It, it, it really is. So I, I, I never faulted anybody for it. I'm like, you know, I, for me, I tried to bring a different energy because I was like, I remember what happened last time. Well, what happened last time before? Man, hold on. I'm thinking back. Stevie no. Moe's gonna think for a moment. We'll be right back with Getting Weird with Stevie Moe. Dude, 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 why does everything is getting weird? It's getting strange. Is it? Yeah, it's fucking... Jesus Shit. fucking Christ, it's getting strange. It's getting Because you know strange. what getting strange is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get the uh, I get the double entendre now. Ugh. Hey, I, <laughs> <laughs> You want to hear something funny? Uh, so, I was like, I always knew I had a badass logo. <laughs> this, is, this is real shit. In my hometown, I drove past a coffee shop. I'm not going to name their names because I'm going to reach out to them for a podcast. But I look over and I see the same little fucking alien that I have my logo. <laughs> I look over and it's the same fucking one just switched the hands. Same. And I go, what the fuck? 
I googled them and I'll, I'll show you pictures. And it was like, holy fuck, that's the same fucking logo. I, te- I, te- I text the homie who uh, who designed my logo, and he goes, "Yeah, where I got it from is free, so <laughs> you get, you're not gonna get sued." And I was like, "What the fuck? They got the same one?" And he goes, nah, "I have a better product than them." I was like, "Thanks, Jeff." <laughs> <laughs> but it wasn't anything that I was opposed to because they're. Yeah, you know, I'll, I'll hold the name until I get them on the episode. Hold it, make because, them work for it, dude. They seem super fucking cool. I was like, oh, nice. this is gonna be like meant to be. Anywho, all right, so it's getting strange. There you go. I'm getting very strange. sorry. We're gonna we're gonna edit all that out and then redub it with strange. <sighs> I feel better now. I mean, if it makes you feel any better, at least you have a podcast. I've had art for a podcast for a year and a half and no <laughs> podcast. You don't have a podcast. Nah, yet. yeah, I, I have the art for it. I even flaunted it for a while and was like, get ready for the podcast. And then I was like, hey, uh, I got high and forgot what I was doing. Okay, so how, how come you don't have a podcast yet? Uh, I don't know. I just, it's, I don't mind it. It's just maybe not something that I want to do. Because once I start talking, like, uh, I just ramble. <laughs> and, like, I'll just get to a point. Uh, I don't know. I would like to do something like it, but I just, I don't have the time right now, I guess. I mean, if I could do a setup like this where we could have the car studio. Yeah, fuck it. That would work out a lot better. That's maybe something I have to think into, but yeah, I don't know. I just think there's a lot of white people with podcasts. <laughs> like, what am I going to add to it? Like, How many long-haired white guys with mustache podcasts that were fucking <laughs> flamboyant, <laughs> flamboyant <laughs> suits? Here's, here's the thing. I've uh, I've seen you perform quite a lot of times, which, if anybody knows my math, that's like thirteen at least. So, uh, you know, a baker's dozen. I've gotten to know you decently, so not to not to not to break kayfabe. You know what I'm saying? But uh-huh. whenever you see a lot of guys on stage, you see their stand up. I think it's only a thing with comics that if we watch... Hold on, hold on. Let me backtrack. Backtracking? It's only a thing that open mic comics. <laughs> <laughs> Let me backtrack. I'm not trying, I'm not trying to put myself on a pedestal. That looks like a fucking cop. Hey, I got I got Roadhead right on this road right here. Bang, bang. They're like, that is a fucking cop. Look at him. I wish a cop would have seen me get my dick sucked. Be like, hey, bro, what's happening? like... I get my dick sucked by a hot Asian milf. What are you doing? He's like, I'm arresting your stupid ass for crack cocaine. <laughs> there you went. <laughs> but you know, there's there's a lot of guys that when they get up there and do their set, you know, you've been in this two years. I've been it. You know, I've been in ten years, bro. I'm a grizzled vet. There's just certain things that you start to see that when it's a you know a, a guy or gal's first couple times up. I never thought this happened to me, but you can really tell how that personality is bleeding through the first couple sets. You know what I mean? And it, it's not a bad thing. It's when you start to figure out what works, that's what works for you. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I always wonder why, like, no one really really wanted to deal with me, like, right when I first started, first started doing this. The one comic, though, that did... Always had my back right with the very first time I started. The very first time I ever did stand up. I actually met him before the show was Chris Starman. 
I love Starman. And uh, Chris Starman was always one of the coolest dudes on the fucking planet. Still is one yeah. of the coolest dudes. Like, dude. he is so nice. He's nicer than I've ever deserved. Like, you know what I mean? The dude. first time I met him, he was just so opening and welcoming. And then he was designing, you know, graphics for us for yeah. the comedy comedy. He didn't have to do that. Oh, like, he, he was doing the graphics for it? That's yeah. fucking... Yeah. Very first podcast I did, he uh, he did some graphics. We, we never ended up taking them. Uh, we ended up getting one that's very synonymous with what they are now. It's a very famous logo now. But... Not anything about what Starman does, but he had some very, very good ideas. But his thing was, it didn't matter if I bombed or not. I mean, he would tell me. He's like, man, your set sucked, but come on back out. He was one of the, the, the first guys that would just kept encouraging me. It's like, dude, show up, keep coming out, keep doing this. And I feel like, you know, bro... I'm a 10-year open mic veteran, okay? That's a haul, by the way. Like, <laughs> I was trying to get you to laugh. I'm glad yeah, you didn't laugh. No. I was trying to get you to fucking laugh. No, I'm not going to laugh at that, man. That's terrible. That is terrible. I wish... N- I wouldn't... If I'm at 10, 10 years and I'm still doing open mics, I'm going back to Best Buy, okay? I'm done. Jesus Christ, are you taking shots at Starman now? Holy fuck. No, I'm just saying. You didn't know Starman used to manage Best Buys? Oh, no, I didn't. Oh, of course. (laughs) You know what? Screw it. It's a shoot. I'm going to Best Buy. Hey, we're we're shooting on Starman. I'm I'm, going to crack my my second tall boy. Hey, Matt, talk about some shit while I crack this second fucking tall boy. Oh, my goodness. But yeah, no, uh, my personality's changed since I started. I think everyone's has. Like, newsflash, I don't have a thick southern accent all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I always laugh every time you pull this southern accent I know, out, Todd, like... Todd always forgets. Todd forgets every time, and he's like, dude, I always forget that you do that. <laughs> <And I'm> like, <laughs> but talking to you, like, you kind of have a southern accent. I've got it, just... but I over-exaggerate the shit out of it on that's stage. Like, that's like Larry the Cable Guy. Look how much money that motherfucker yeah, made. Yeah, so. Yeah, and that's the other thing, though. Like, I don't want to. That's the tricky line. I try to make sure that my material is different enough and everything so I'm not just falling into, like, oh, you're doing Jeff Foxworthy jokes. Oh, you're doing Larry the Cable Guy jokes. Like, I try to have a different point of view, and being younger also helps out. Like, not that I'm a spring chicken, but... I found out you're younger than me. Yeah, yeah. By one year. Jesus Christ. Well, it's going to be two in November. Are you going to oh, wish me a happy birthday? I will wish you a happy... Not now, but in November. Do you know who I share a birthday with? Who? Two people. You want to know who? Well, yeah. Ken Griffey Jr. Who? Nice. And Bud Dwyer. <laughs> Those are the two that you keep in your your back pocket. Do you know who Bud Dwyer is? No. Oh my God, no! You really know who Bud I Dwyer don't. is? I don't. I don't. I have no. I know Ken Griffey Jr. is because he played for the Cincinnati Reds for a while. Did you ever see the video of the Pennsylvania Pennsylvania politician who is going to go to jail for life for racketeering? What? And he goes on video. He goes. All right, he's announcing something. Someone hands him a giant manila envelope, and he pulls out a revolver out of it. And everybody freaks out. He goes, this will hurt somebody. And then he puts it in his mouth and blows his fucking brains out. No, I've never heard of that. Yeah, it's Bud Dwyer. (laughs) I share a birthday with him. It's a very famous thing. It was like in the 90s. 
Wow. Either cracking balls or cracking skulls. <laughs> bro. One or the other. <laughs> <laughs> hey, bro. Someone's knocking it out of the park. Oh, my God. <laughs> Whether it's fucking gray brain matter or fucking <laughs> a fucking ball. Yeah, I'm, I'm dead serious. That's nuts. I, I am so politically inept, I don't know shit about anything. So. I, think I was like, oh, dude, I was like... Dude. I'm just like, I, 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 I probably should know that. Again, thank you, Paris, Illinois, school system. Uh, I know how to fill out a check. That's what they taught us. That was econ class. Here's how you fill out a check. Never, here's how you do your taxes. Or, here's how you budget. Or, or here's a disgraced politician blown his yeah, fucking Yeah, here's a disgraced politician. On, on national TV. Where was that in econ class? Well, it should have been there because... When would that be? What what like, what like year would that be that he did that? Into his, uh, into his political reign or... Yeah, like, uh, like, like what, 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 yeah, what year did he, uh, did he, did he off himself? I, mean, I think, like, I think junior or senior year. Yeah, somewhere around there. Well, I don't like, know. Like you don't want to. You don't. I don't know what junior or senior year. Like I, I was looking for a like an actual date to where I could like oh, reference. You know, like was it ninety eight? Was it? Oh, when when he did it. Yeah, goddamn it, it, it! It spaces me. But I'm saying like if, if I'm going to teach that curriculum to high school kids, sixteen, seventeen. Yeah, I'm just trying to figure out where it falls in relevant. Like, should I have known about? Like, was this something that like happened? And I was just like, I probably should have known about this. This was yeah, on the news. It was a, yeah, it was a politician who stole a lot of money, and mm. he was getting caught, and he fucking offed himself. Wow. Yeah, he did. He did the honorable thing. It's my hero. <laughs> yeah, they got they got to ask him for, for your property yeah, taxes. I cannot you wait. A picture in yeah, wire. I cannot wait <laughs> to run for mayor of Arkansas. <laughs> okay, Bill Clinton. <laughs> By the way, let's uh, let's uh, let's put a shine on this dull turd of some of the comics who worked their ass off tonight. Todd Wilhite made. Uh, he had, he Probably had, some of my favorite Hillary Clinton jokes. They were so good. Classic. Who was who, who was your favorite guy tonight? Ooh, that's tough. Or gal? There was no gals. Yeah, that was tough. Uh, honestly, it's probably Todd. But that's like the first time I've actually got to see him not host a show. So he kind of got to like spread his wings and just wait. Really? Yeah, do it. I've never seen him do anything besides hosting at the Speakeasy. Todd, fuck my ex girlfriend. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> hey, if you want to turn where this semi's turning, you can follow him. I'm going to take you down that dark road. The dark road. Down. All right. I'm down for it. Let's no, go. <laughs> no, his stuff was really funny, and I just I hadn't I hadn't heard him work before like that, so it was just really good. Uh, Todd, <laughs> can, can I tell you one of my favorite Todd jokes? Yeah, absolutely. Todd had a joke where he, <clears throat> he's talking about, Jesus Christ, who fucking designed these roads? Who's the, who's the president that everybody hates right now? Biden? Wow. Whoever's in office. Oh, whoever's... Oh, it's Biden right now. Who designed <laughs> these roads? Fucking Biden? Biden? There you go. Uh, <laughs> dude, Todd had a joke that <laughs> still, to this day, kills me. I watched him do this in front of 400 people and four people, and it still killed. The joke was... This is like seven years ago because he's old as fuck now. He goes, I'm 33. I think he's like 43 now, so it's 10 years ago. He goes, 
I'm 33, you know, I've, uh, I've lived longer than in most trends, yada, yada, yada. Most box turtles. And he goes, oh, I've also lived longer than most black men. And I'm like, oh, hello. Fuck. He told that in front of a crowd that was super hood and they fucking ate it up. I was like, Todd, you got some fucking balls on you. No, I like Todd's and Donnie Townsend as always. Always like listening to Donnie. I love how... You ever notice how when you talk to Todd... Or, um, I'm sorry, Donnie. Uh, you might want to get the right lane in this next right lane you want to turn ski. I'm turning where? See that sign that says right here? Go right there. Where the fuck is the term, bro? What are you talking Holy about? Holy shit, where's that goddamn turn? Oh, yeah, the, this, the, the next right turn you want to go ahead and do. The next one, as soon as I see one. Where is this fucking turn, bro? We've been on this motherfucker for a minute. It's coming. There's a sign that says, turn here now, Matt. I, uh, I've, <laughs> I've seen that motherfucker like 400 times. Oh, it's having oh, a Oh, hey, this, there it is. This exit up here, right? There it is. Donnie Townsend has a great way of you can talk to him like walk up to him talk to him we're on a south 6th you know that's what it said and he can talk to you like you know whatever like you're having oh we're getting on 6th avenue (laughs) is that bad no I'm getting kind of horny oh my goodness I should have left you at the comedy bar. Uh, I told you, I fucking, I fucking told you that way before we got in the car. <laughs> but Donnie has a way of uh, talking to you, and you're like, Donnie's like a normal human being, and he gets up on stage, and you're like, what fucking planet is this dude from? You know. He gets up. I, I watch his set tonight, and I've seen Donnie perform. God damn, like fucking thirteen Baker's dozens times. That's you know twelve I mean? Baker's dozens times more than me. For reference, in case anyone's keeping track, thirteen, if you will. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I've seen like, and every single time I watch him perform, I'm like. I, 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 I never know what Donnie I'm going to get. But I know I'm going to get a Donnie that's just out there. He does such a great job. And correct me if I'm wrong. He does such a great job of making you believe that he might just be losing his fucking mind, but he's got a <laughs> grip on it. Wholeheartedly. Like, he's, I, got I, that, he's got that outside looking in kind of mind like yeah. he just looks at things super weird and that's I'm all about that because that's how I like to be it's just like how weird can I get but yeah his was funny tonight I don't know I hate saying like who had the best who had the worst because it's all comedy no I'll tell you who had the worst uh, the worst set I saw was fucking Matt Miller yeah that guy's a fucking hack fuck I saw you know, the best set I saw was <laughs> fucking Stevie Moe that Stevie Moe hey let, let's rate each other's sets right now. All right now. You well, you ran the light, so I've got to. I got to cut you down. Ugh. Two points already. I realized I went over. I went over like. A, <laughs> I went over like a minute. I was like, hey, Jesus, fuck. 
What did you think of my set? It was good, man. I really enjoy it. I was listening to your stuff. You have Whoa, a... What was your favorite joke? Oh, I couldn't tell you. Oh, my God. You fucking dipped out. Oh, my... Couldn't tell you. Bro, did you say the fucking possum? I don't want to talk about it. What the fuck was that? Let's, <laughs> listen, it wasn't a human, so let's just keep going, all right? All right. So, no. No, best joke, dude. I can't remember half the jokes that I tell on stage. I feel real bad. <laughs> I like, I feel bad when people are like, well, what'd you think of this? And I'm like, man, I can't remember. Like, I just remember the most random crap. Like, I remember uh, Goldberg's Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> dude, right? I hate, yeah. And I was like, yeah, I remember that. And uh, I remembered all, all of Todd's uh, cat-related jokes. There was a lot of those that were freaking... <laughs> you, know, you know what pisses me off oh. is like... Dude, whenever a comic gets done and they had like a decent set, I was like, it, it wasn't their greatest set. But then we got fucking Todd coming up and burying the fuck out of him. Not, not that he's doing it on purpose, but then you hear it and you're like, Todd will say something. Uh, I'll have a killer set, monstrous set, great set. Todd will come on and say something about it, and for the rest of the night, that's all you can fucking remember, dude. <laughs> I hate it. I hate. I, I told him that. I was like, dude, I can't remember. Who... I remember specifically having this conversation to him. Can we, can we add this segment as Steve can't remember? Steve but... can't remember. <laughs> there was like a couple times where people had great sets. I don't think anybody ever bombed. Nobody bombed. But Todd would come on and just add his little quip, and I'm like, yep, that's what I'm latching on to. Mm-hmm. Like that, it, it it should never be a thing, but he's he's so good at a, as a host. Man, I'm trying to give you guys legit examples. Well, no, like tonight. Uh, and I can't what did, remember. What did he call me tonight? Uh, redneck Brian Hicks. What did he say about you? I, it, it, yeah. it, it's on okay. He's like, yeah, something about me being a redneck Brian Hicks. Heck, and yeah. then he's like, oh, he's my friend. Oh, I can oh say that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was the greatest thing. That's okay. I can say he's my friend. He's my friend. We're cool, yeah. <laughs> I don't oh. ever mind crap like that. Like, no, I, it's... I understand, like, it's the point of getting things rolling, comment on the last comic to kind of gel everything together. I'm doing hand signals with one hand on a microphone and one hand on a steering wheel. Very responsible. One hand in my pocket, and the other one's jerking off top basing her. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, baloney pockets. One comic, one guy that... Oh, James. I'm sure. I didn't know. Uh-huh, that's what I was yeah, going for. Man. You knew I was going Yeah, man. You yeah, knew I was, I was going just, for that. Yeah, I was just sitting here. I'm like, I'm, I'm like, getting yeah. somebody. Dude, oh, that guy. One fucking guy. I was thinking uh, James Draper, though, because James Draper's always on my mind. Freaking always on point. The, the, the one comic that, like, there's never any need for. If he would have said this joke this way, if he would have done it that way. <laughs> James Draper. Uh, since I started doing comedy, like the, it is, it is very very hard to find anybody as consistently funny, consistently 
adapting to whatever you want can work clean. Other than like I got like we've talked about Chris Schlichting, dude. James Draper has it figured out. Oh, and for sure. For sure. It hurts. It hurts sometimes because he makes it look so easy. When James Draper used to host the... They call it the Laugh Hard open mic comedy. Which, if anybody out there listening wants wants to come try stand-up comedy, go look up Laugh Hard Comedy Circuit 21 Speakeasy. It's in the Quad Cities, Illinois. Awesome place. Easy to find. One of the best venues. That's that's the venue I started doing stand-up on. That's... I love that venue. Legit the first venue I've ever done <laughs> when I wasn't stealing material as a five-year-old. First place I ever did stand-up on. Uh, yeah, James Draper. I... The thing about James for me is, like, if I've ever had a question on something, I've always messaged that dude, and he's always messaged me back. Or, like, if I just, like, hey, I'm working on this joke, I don't know where to go with it. 217th Street. Yeah, keep going. Uh, But yeah, he's always just helped me out, and like, I just have so much respect for him. I'm so mad that I forgot him off the top because he had a great set tonight too. Uh, I mean, it's you see James on the on set list, like there's no no question. Take the next left onto 217th Street, then turn right. Oh my gosh, we're already here. I know where we're at. Wow, that was a quick drive. Hey. Before you take off, I want to tell you one one quick James Draper story. Oh, I would love to hear a James Draper story. Oh, would you now? Uh-huh. I would, I would. Any blackmail I can get on the guy. Is this bar fucking closed? Uh, dude, well, the lights are on. Nobody's home? Bullshit. Alright, one dreams it. One Drames Japers. One Drames Japers. One James Draper story. And this is... This is one of my favorite James Draper stories. Before we get out of here. And you guys get the drunken episode. I was booked on a show. And I think... I'm trying to remember. I think it was like a week or two... After I got back from Canada. Like, it was not... It was a week or two before I left. Before I got back. It was right there. Didn't matter. I was on a show where James was on. So, it was going to be solid. We get up into some small town in Iowa. God damn. I wish I could find the flyer for it so you guys can see. (laughs) And it's... Small. I'm talking like 400 people. Oh, wow. That's a village. 400 fucking people. They happen to have their so-and-so days, so no one's going to show up. Five comics were on the... What's it? Four or five? It was me, James... I'm trying to think of the fuck was us on that show. Anyway... The show is so small, they're like, if 50 people come in, it's great. Two or three people came in. (laughs) 
Oh, Wayne Leiter was the only guy. Wayne! <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Uh, I haven't seen Wayne in forever. Do you know Wayne? Yeah. Uh, so no I did, shit. I did a show with him at Renwick. And then oh, like, fuck, yeah. He's like, he's like, hey, I got to go work after this. And I was like, all right, where are you working? And he's like, the office, I'll be cooking. So I went down there and hung out at this bar that I had no business being in, you know, my Bob Ross jacket. <laughs> I walk in and order a Miller Lite, and they had to go to the back to find a can for Jesus me. Jesus Christ. And yeah, I walk in, I'm like, hey, man, I came to visit. And he's just like, what are you doing here? And I was like, I have no idea. Not fucking told you to be here. <laughs> fuck, boy. Anyway, back to the story. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm glad you, I'm glad yeah. you didn't wait. <laughs> God damn, it was... It was Wayne, Draper, and me. <clears throat> and they have us on this show. <clears throat> and aside from the bartender and everybody that we brought, nobody was in the fucking audience. Oh, that hurts. I was like, okay. So, they're like, Steve Mo, you go up first. Okay. Do my set. To nobody. Didn't get any laughs. Well, well there would have been 4,000 people, four people, zero people. I, I would have got the same reaction. It was a bad set. <laughs> James gets up there. And by the time he had got there, by the time like my set got over, like a couple of people filtered in. This is how I knew this is how I knew James was a fucking monster. There was like maybe seven people in the bar. The mic cut out. James had like a fucking twenty five minute set. Mm -hmm. Two minutes in, that mic cut out. Oh. We knew we probably weren't getting fucking paid. <laughs> This is pretty fucking evident when we first kicked that. But <laughs> it's not funny. But I've been there. Know, like, I've been there. No, a couple no, no, of times bro. You're just like, I'm not. I'm bro. not going home tonight. <laughs> By the way, when you kick off a comedy show during daylight and nobody's there. Oh, gee, in the daylight. <laughs> James gets up. Nobody was responding because ain't nobody really in the bar. The mic cuts out. <sighs> Should be a long fucking night. What would you do? You back the fuck out? Oh, fuck well, out. I don't know about that, but it'd be really tempting probably just get my shit done and get off the stage. <laughs> Draper didn't do that. Of course he didn't. No, the fuck he did not. He knew the mic was cutting out. Nobody was in town. He dropped the mic and started yelling his set. Started fucking yelling his set. And James isn't a very soft-spoken guy either. Like, if he wants to bellow, he can... You can fill up our he, room. He, he can he can get whatever he wants. The last 18, 15 minutes of his set, he fucking murdered. It was it was wild seeing it. I, I actually have it on video. Uh, if I can find the video, I'll send it to you. He's just up there 
standing in front of some fucking beer deal of the week scene, you know, murdering. He's fucking crushing it. And that's how I knew. I was like, God damn, dude. James is something special. Murders the fucking scene. Leaves pussies wet on the fucking concrete. Gets the fuck off. And have a good time. <laughs> and he comes up to me. He, get, he comes to me. He goes, "The crowd's pretty dead, huh?" <laughs> Dude, what fucking crowd? Like, holy shit! How did you do that? <clears throat> and That's... then Wayne, it, Wayne gets up. No crowd, and you know Wayne tells his his story about. Uh, hey, you got to go see him do his. his set. I don't want to ruin any of his bits, but Wayne kills too, and I'm like. How did I watch you two fucking idiots fucking kill with nobody? Like, how did you guys have a murderous crowd with nobody here? It's that attitude, man. That's something James told me when I first started. Like, yeah. I, again, like it, it doesn't matter if there's two people in the crowd or there's 500. You give them the same show. You give them the same effort. You give them the same thing every time. If you go up there and you're like, nobody's here and you half-ass it, they know you don't want to be there. I literally saw that happen with those two, and... You know, that's why anytime James is on stage, I give a fuck what I'm doing. Like, yeah, take oh. notes. Take notes. Dude, dude's a great joke writer. Yeah, I'm like, oh, my firstborn's being born? Cool. The chick I'm... <laughs> you know, I mean, like, if, if I'm having a firstborn, like, first of all, uh, it ain't the first baby to come out of that pussy, so... Oh, uh, Dog, I, I only fuck with Mills. James Draper's on, like, you didn't see our baby Isabel being born? Like, no, fuck no. James Draper was telling his fucking sodomy me joke. Oh, my gosh. That joke's so freaking good. <laughs> Dude, did you get a koozie? Uh, he's got a koozie? Are you fucking kidding me right now? I am. I know. Jesus I... Christ. He came up to us. He came, he came up to us tonight, and I'm like, I'm not trying to pull up James. He goes, he was talking about the... Uh, not sodomy because he was like, "Hey, you got my koozie yet?" I'm like, "You have a fucking koozie?" He goes, "Yeah, you did not see James Raper's koozie." No, I, I'm disgusted <laughs> with myself right he now. He has a, like a dick recycled joke, and then <laughs> like his koozie's like <laughs> green and white, and then you know, like the recycle logo. Mm-hmm. It's a bunch of fucking dicks being recycled. <laughs> How you didn't I see nev- that shit? No. Did he do oh, that tonight? Fuck. No, he told me tonight. I'm like, I walked up to him. He was showing me it. You I'm... don't have James Draper's dick. <laughs> I am disgusted right now that I didn't even get the chance. It's freaking hilarious. Yeah, James Draper has a, a dick recycled koozie. Uh, it went on with those jokes. I'm fucking, I promise you, dude, it's, it's a fucking real thing. James, if you ever hear this, I need an order for one of those. That's Stat. a dat. That's what I told him. I was like, I didn't even see that. As you put it on Facebook, he goes, yeah. And he tried to pull up a Facebook post. I go, ah, oh, bro. As soon as he pulled up a Facebook post, when he proved me wrong, I go, ah, oh, bro, I deleted Facebook like six months ago. <laughs> He's like, I just posted it yesterday. I'm like, ah, eh, bro. He's like, you like my picture today. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> yeah, it, it's, a, it's a real thing. Uh, fuck. It went off a joke he did, and the joke got so popular that he made the koozie, and his wife goes, you need to make a song about it. So the joke was so good that he had to make a song about how good it was. Wow. 
And it's recycled dicks. Like, I, I promise you. I, I saw the motherfucker with my bare naked eyes. Bare naked. Bare naked motherfucking eyes. Oh my goodness. All right, well, dude, I gotta go home. I know we need to end this podcast, <laughs> bro. You were dropping the never ending podcast. I know, Jesus, fuck, you've dropped me off at a bar that uh, I've I only had... taken you to bars. I've only either picked you up or dropped you off in my entire life at bars. Within 24 hours, that is a fair statement. Well, but this is the only time I've ever picked you up. If, if, we, if, 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 if we ever re, rehash, re, re-up, re-up. re-up. in I 10 like years, that. I want you to pick me up from a bar where like, you're like, yo, bro, motherfucker's getting knocked out of that bar. This dude's tough as fuck for being there at 3 p.m. On a Wednesday. And I'll come by. That'll be 10 years from now, and I have my Best Buy shirt on. Oh, my. <laughs> you know, like, hey, you're like, hey, my boss, Chris Sturman's. <laughs> I can't believe you fucking buried Sturman like that. I didn't mean to. Matt Miller, you're such a Matt Miller, you're such a fucking asshole, bro. That's why I'm the insult roast comedy dog. Insult roast comedy dog. Yeah, right. You fucking <laughs> you buried a dude who sold so many fucking iPod touches to so many fucking teenage and girls. And of course, it's somebody I like. I couldn't bury somebody <laughs> that I didn't like. It's you know what I you had no idea you worked at the fucking no Best clue. Buy. Oh my god, that makes this shit so much better. <laughs> by, by the way, I might share this for a fucking bonus episode. Should I put this as the first episode? <laughs> no, this has to be a bonus. This has to be the bonus. It's got. It's got to be the bonus. I can't believe you fucking buried Starman, dude. The Starman is gonna get so mad that he's gonna get even fatter than he is. Oh. Wait, who called him fat? Nah, not me. Was that McCullough? Oh, no, it wasn't McCullough. It was McCullough. fat jokes. Mm. Fuck you, Dan McCullough. I fucking hope you fucking get fat as fucking rotisserie <laughs> chickens. And then no woman will ever love you. And then you put barbecue sauce on yourself and hang yourself, Dan McCullough. Well, there's the shout-out you wanted, Dan. <laughs> Wait, oh, he wasn't the one who wanted shout Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Dan McCullough. Who wanted the shout-out? Who well, no, we, we said uh, that we were shouting everybody out, and we left Dan out earlier, because that's when we were talking about the book oh, yeah. man of the Lux Club. <laughs> hey, then, Dan, the previous applies. Go fucking hang yeah, yourself so like there a you go. chick. You want on Stevie's podcast, just ask, and he'll tell you to go kill <laughs> yourself. <laughs> that's a host right there. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Hey, the... the is there anybody else that you really like that we can fucking tell new names? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, okay. All right. Well, hey guys, that was uh, something. <laughs> to be honest, that was something, but uh, nothing else. That was getting strange with Stevie Mo. Um, it was a pleasure. Thank you for having me in my car. Okay. Fuck you. I haven't told you that this episode's over yet, so you can go hang yourself. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we actually got a rip. Uh, I'm <laughs> shit. What the fuck? I'm trying to wrap this up because you have I'm to. Sorry, fucking... I'm the no, worst. No, get motherfucker, dude. <laughs> You're one hour into your drive home. You know, know how much fucking longer you have to go? I know, and all I'm gonna have to listen to is the shitty podcast. <laughs> <laughs> 
So congratulations, the second person to ever fucking off themselves for listening to this stupid fucking show. Oh Jesus fucking Christ! All right, I'm done. I have to go. All right, we have to go. I have to end this shit so I can get out of his car and walk to my Section Eight apartment. And you see that piece of shit barber got like over there with the roaches on it? Yeah, that's where I'm going that's home. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go home. I'm, I'm going to go home and jerk off to Lisa and porn, and that's that's that. I'm proud of you. We're going to be fine. I'm done. Sign off. <laughs> I can't do it where anymore. Where people find you, Matt Miller comedy? Yeah, where people just, find you? just look me up. And just, nobody, cares. <laughs> nobody cares. Right, just, nobody cares. Nobody cares. All right, later. <laughs> oh, my God. I can't hit record. Where the fuck is the end button on this motherfucker?